0: You're listening to Law and Disorder with Pine County Attorney Reese Fredrickson on the WCMP On Demand. Blake Shelton, nobody but you here on WCMP. That song I actually you hear on this last Saturday. Somebody, uh, somebody requested that um, to be played here, uh, Reese Fredrickson, of course. Uh, whatever, county attorney, district attorney. What do we call you again?
1: Oh, county attorney.
0: County attorney, okay. Um, yeah, so somebody requested that. Really? And it was like, I was, yeah, it was like <laughs> him and his his wife, and they were both like in their 50s or 60s, give or take. Hopefully, they weren't in their 40s and felt insulted <laughs> by me saying that. And I was like, I, I, first off, you guys already, you guys know this song? Cause I'm like, it's a relatively new song. And second, that it was, it was already like their song. And like the bride turned around and was like, oh my gosh, this is their song type of thing. And I was like, this is like, this is like a brand new song, isn't this? And I was like, oh, well, all right.
1: That's awesome. You know, it's like, well, a secret of relationships, keeping things fresh.
0: Yeah. I, well, thanks for that. Now I got to figure out a new song for my wife and I, I guess. <laughs> um, so what's new in your life, my friend? I feel like it's only been like two weeks since I saw you last. Right. Yeah. Those two weeks went by fast. And it's good to see you back. Um I'm happy to be here. What are we talking about today?
1: Well, today I thought we'd talk about something a little bit different, um, you know, given it's only been a couple of weeks since I've been here. And it's um, it, it's April, apparently. April twentieth, I guess, is the unofficial marijuana holiday. It's actually my wife's birthday, so that's obviously much more important than, than some unofficial holiday. I would, but I would hope so, but Oh yeah, absolutely. But given that, I thought we'd talk about well, what's the reality of marijuana prosecution in Pine County and Minnesota? You it's
0: know? it's just done, isn't it? We're yeah. not we're not <laughs> it's it's marijuana. I thought when I heard the words decriminalized it, I was under the impression that means we decriminalized it.
1: Uh, aspects of it have, are decriminalized and have actually have been for quite a while. Um, but it, it's still decriminalized, still means there's parts of it that are criminalized. So it's, it's still illegal. But no, I'll talk a little bit about that, about that. That's
0: legitimately against what the word itself is trying to tell you, though. How can somebody something be decriminalized, but still have criminalized parts to it? Because it's de- like, right, I'm, I'm not missing misinterpreting the English language, right? Decriminalized means not criminalized, right? No, it doesn't. So
1: you're mixing that up with legalization, and people do this. All, so there's legalization, which well, is Well, if I'm mixing it up, of course, yeah, everybody's mixing it up. Right, and then decriminalizes is a process. So like, you know, you've heard of escalation and de-escalation. Usually with de-escalation, there's a situation that's still going on, but it's okay. calming down.
0: Yes, so that's what that means. So it's right. no. So you're just we're, we're lowering it. You're saying.
1: There you go. Yes, I, I think that's the Latin root of the I'm word. Tellin- I'm telling. I'm telling you,
0: <laughs> Reese. Nobody else knows this. <laughs> well, this is you are teaching this to people for the first time.
1: I think I, that's wonderful. Um, you know, part of the reason that I'd like to teach a little bit about it is because just reading some of the Facebook comments that I've seen on, on you know, say the the, the drug uh, task force website yep. and my facebook page it says people don't have an understanding of this particular law as well as many laws but this one is one that uh, i i think a lot of people don't understand and so i thought i'd talk a little bit about that there's what you hear a lot in the media and that doesn't doesn't really apply to minnesota or or to the county so there's there's and by media you mean
0: some random meme that somebody shares and they call it media is what you there there's that
1: that random meme and then you know that individual who you know Believes that they have a law degree and and comments without knowing the answer to something. Yeah,
0: I hate people that talk about things they don't know. So back to <laughs> back back to what you were talking about. Go ahead. So I thought we'd talk
1: about mm-hmm. um, is uh, what what makes uh, what weight makes marijuana a uh, an illegal substance. And so what we have out there, we so we have uh, different degrees of felony drug crimes. The lowest is a fifth degree. And sometimes that's a gross misdemeanor, but in the case of marijuana, it's going to be a felony. Now, to get a felony marijuana crime, it has to be over 42.5 grams. How much is that? In my mind, that's like a large sandwich bag stuffed to the gills to the point that's breaking open.
0: You're talking like the gallon sandwich bag, like that type of big one, or just the regular sandwich bag filled to the gills? I'd
1: say more like a regular one, okay. but I mean, just stuff so like the Ziploc is kind of coming apart. I mean, that's a lot of marijuana.
0: Yeah, if, I, I don't. I wouldn't
1: know. I I, don't. I, I wouldn't know either. <laughs> well, I guess I would know, but not not personally. Yeah. So, you know. So people walk around with that. You're, you're probably not very bright in the first place, but that's gonna be enough to give you a felony. Any amount below that is not a crime. Um, you could get a, a ticket, but a ticket's a violation, so it's a fifty dollar fine. But there's no jail possibility. So whenever you have a crime with no possibility of jail. That's not a um, that's not considered a crime. It's considered a violation. Okay. So forty two and a half grams or more is a felony. Forty two and a half grams less, petty misdemeanor, fifty dollar fine. So that's the first thing. Uh, you know, I saw a Facebook comment recently that somebody was bemoaning the fact that uh, somebody could end up in prison for five to ten years for having a little bit of weed. Not the case in Minnesota. All they
0: have to do is carry forty one and a half or less. In Minnesota and then they basically just get a ticket yes and their drugs taken away from them
1: right yep it's considered contraband so yeah you would you'd have to remove it and mm-hmm. and then it smells up the sheriff's evidence locker so yeah you can ask Jeff about
0: that but I'll, I'll pass on uh-huh. <laughs> okay <laughs> so
1: that's a fifth degree uh, fifth degree maximum is five years in prison uh, maximum ten thousand dollar fine however that's the statutory maximum every felony has to have a maximum written into the law I doubt that there's anybody ever in Minnesota that's five, served five years for possessing over 42.5 grams of marijuana. Um, basically, so you've got that law, but if you get a first-time conviction, uh, the law says you have to get a diversion program. Diversion means something that, um, say, you put into treatment
0: is that Minnesota law says that, or federal law says that? No,
1: nope, Minnesota law, uh, we call it 152.18 as the statute number. Oh, yes,
0: number. of course, 152.18. There you yeah.
1: go. See, earning my, uh, my law degree yeah, there yeah, by whipping you. that out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so you get a, what we call a diversion, which means it doesn't go on your uh, criminal record. Uh, it shows up that you know you went to treatment, uh, maybe paid a fine, had a period of probation, and uh, probably things like did random uh, urinalysis and things like that to make sure that you, you stay clean.
0: So I have to have 42 grams, and I also get a basic a free pass from going to jail on that first one?
1: That's essentially what it is. Um, you know, when I started out 15 years ago, we did send people to jail, or, or the courts did. Nowadays, uh, even jail time is fairly rare for these crimes, especially on a diversion. Um, so Minnesota law does have a policy built into it where we want people if they have an addiction issue to get treated, um, before we, uh, put, you know, the hammer down and and put them in jail or incarcerate Mm -hmm. them. So that's, uh, and so marijuana in that respect is different than other crimes. So for instance, we have a lot of methamphetamine crime in, um, especially in the county here. And with methamphetamine, you can have any amount of methamphetamine and it's a felony. So we have a lot of what we call residue cases, or if you have, we find people the methamphetamine pipe, and then there's just residue within that pipe. That's a felony. So they say it's an any amount of case. So any amount of meth, any amount of heroin, any amount of oxy, will get you a felony. Look at marijuana; it's you have to actually have a weight over forty-two and a half grams. So that's the difference there.
0: So you're cherry picking which drugs are more serious than the others. Then you're saying I'm not. I
1: you know the legislature is.
0: The legislator is cherry picking. You're telling me meth is significantly more da- dangerous than marijuana. I'd say that the science shows that. Um, yeah, well, I, mean, I, would, I would agree. As, you know, and just,
1: agree as well. Even from a physical standpoint, if you've seen somebody who's addicted to, don't you
0: see? Don't you think residue's a little weak overall for a case though? Like, do you ever like if as a case like that go to gone to trial based off of the just residue and nothing else?
1: It's, it's fairly rare for a residue case to go to trial. Usually, you know, with drug possession cases, they're, they're easy to prove. I mean, if you've got, say if you got a meth pipe on your person and there's residue in there and the BCA tests the pipe and it's positive for methamphetamine. I mean, you've met all the elements of the crime. A lot of people don't take that to trial. Mm. And the other thing you consider too is somewhat like that marijuana diversion. You also get a diversion off of methamphetamine. So. You'd probably get a fifth degree. You might even get down, bumped down to a gross misdemeanor. It doesn't show up in criminal history. Again, emphasize treatment. We wanna. If it's small amount uh, possession like that, we want to help the person. It's the dealers who we really want to hammer and go after. was because more than likely they
0: don't need treat. They might need treatment as well. But they're obviously out there trying to sell it instead of just personal use. So right. treatment's really not going to help them get rid of that entrepreneurial spirit when it comes to selling drugs.
1: No, that that good old American spirit. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So that's that's exactly why you know we we try to go after the dealers harder on that type of mm-hmm. stuff. And and people, of course, die too from. You know you get bad drugs and I've got uh, open murder cases um, involving people uh, drug dealers who have given others uh, stuff laced with um, substances and a person ends up overdosing because of it so those people we want to focus on uh, possession people we want to give treatment so you know when you see Facebook comments like oh we're throwing all these people in prison for this not quite true we actually work with people quite a bit and the other aspect of that, too, is that uh, felony drugs are considered very low level felonies. Felonies are all ranked in Minnesota. Obviously, ho- homicides are the top. Something like uh, fleeing on a motor vehicle is probably the lowest. A uh, drug case is on the bottom. And so that means you'd have to have multiple felony convictions before you're looking at, say, a, a prison incarceration. And that's just, again, that's the legislature, that's the way they've set out those sentencing guidelines, and that's a policy to encourage treatment. Um, and we want to focus more on the dealers focus on the violent crimes so I kind of wanted to clear that up I thought it'd be interesting to give some statistics for Pine County I ran some numbers the other day um, in in cases that we prosecuted and just ran these for the last three years with open cases we've had over 500 methamphetamine cases we've had um, over 150 cases involving other drugs such as heroin and Oxycontin Uh, Fentanyl. You want to guess how many felony marijuana cases we've handled in in those three four years? Three or four years? Uh,
0: Four. Uh, Not
1: bad. Uh, Fourteen.
0: Fourteen. Okay.
1: Yeah, and actually, those fourteen cases, fourteen felony marijuana cases, involve five incidents. So and so, I was close on that one. You were close. Um, basically, those are marijuana grow cases, and we have marijuana grow cases usually you end up with three or four fel or uh, defendants per case because mm-hmm. uh, apparently it's tough
0: to grow by yourself. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's. Uh, I'm I'm sure it's not a one man operation. Yeah.
1: No, no, you, you rarely see the one person operations when you get up to the felony level. Mm. Um, yeah, usually it's three or four people. Um, uh, some of them, I, I remember them well, but most of them, a couple of them are actually in Sturgeon Lake. One of them was in Carrick, One of them was in Hinkley. Um, and these are cases where, you know, the, the the kilowatt usage on the power jumps up by about 100 times. And it's kind of a lot of red flags. Ooh, and, yeah. Yeah.
0: They must have got that new water heater. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
0: That, that new fridge. That efficient. Well, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, the te- it's the Tesla. I got that new electric car. It's using, it's using a lot of power, especially at nighttime. You know, it's weird.
1: Something right. Like yeah, those cases are always interesting. Usually they're old farmsteads, you know, and nothing's changed with the outbuildings except for some maybe greenhouses or, or you, a lot of times they put like really cheap sheds in there. Mm-hmm. And then um, nothing much has changed, but the power bill went from $90 a month to $700 a month and, and stayed that way through the winter. So you kind of know something's going mm-hmm. on. So that's, that's, those are always fun cases to do. Um,
0: so solar panels, thank you. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> all it. right you bet well
1: yeah, yeah and keep it indoors because yeah, we'll fly a drone over it or something like that. So basically I mean what it comes down to is uh, so of all those felony cases, only about two percent of them involve uh, marijuana. Mm. Again, you know not to, uh, to go against what some of the Facebook lawyers out there say, but it's it's that's the reality. And um, I thought it was interesting too. I thought I'd run you know the Department of Corrections with the whole statewide prison system to see. What percent are marijuana offenders? So, across you know about ten thousand inmates in Minnesota, um, drug offenses make up about seventeen eight percent of the population, and of that seventeen percent, which is about sixteen hundred or seventeen hundred or so, only uh, forty nine people are there because of a marijuana conviction. And uh, usually at that level, the reason is, is that, you know, they've got multiple felonies behind them. They have failed probation. They've gotten, you know, the fourth chance. And then in some cases, they've just executed their sentence because they realize that they can't make it on probation and want to finish it out. But, you know, like I said, it's low level. I said the maximum is five years. But under guidelines, they really the maximum you can get is about 21 months. Most people end up with about twelve months, so it's it's typically a, a short term offense. Mm-hmm. So you'd end up two thirds um, if you got your sentence executed on a marijuana crime. Probably do about eight months, I'd say, in prison.
0: All right. So that was uh, I learned a lot. Good. The meaning of the the word D before uh, criminalization that was an interesting one. I Means moving on down. Yeah, you know I, I feel like we we all learned a lot today, Reese. Really appreciate. Yeah,
1: that. yeah. So this must be the the de interview portion of the. Yeah, this is where show. I start to wind on down <laughs> and
0: slowly start to fall asleep. Reese, thank you so much for stopping on by, and we'll talk to you next month.
1: I look forward to it. Thank you. You have
0: been listening to a Q Media Group production.